0: Is he still on MLB LB Network?
1: Yeah. But Mad Dog Radio. Yeah. Because it's like him and Adam yeah, shine yeah, back yeah. to back.
0: No, he still isn't like in the Mad Dog all the time.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> good afternoon everybody. That's the extent of my Mad Dog impression. It is episode 6 of Glass City Game Time. One of America's great sports podcasts brought to you by The Blade. My name is Corey Christen, and thank you for listening. We are recording from The Blade Building in downtown Toledo. Joining us today on the podcast to talk college football playoff rankings. It's that time of year already, even though we're in November, which means the year's almost over. To my left. Sports columnist David Briggs. What up? What up, Briggsy? Fresh off the UT winner. Mac should be Big win. Night.
0: Gritty win. Gritty that, win. That's Boys right. are
1: back in the race. You gotta love it. Sitting across from me, sports editor Scott McNeish. That's me. That is Scott. To my right, technical producer Phil Kaplan. Hi, Phil. Hi, Corey. From a distance, Phil's shouting. I'm just kidding. He didn't shout that loud.
0: Yes, I did! <laughs>
1: before we talk any college football now that the ohsaa playoffs are amongst us i gotta remind you about game track presented by the taylor automotive family game track hosted on toledoblade.com we'll give you all the local high school football scores as they happen and we're continuing the game track on toledoblade.com forward slash sports every friday evening and to my knowledge saturday as well it will be updated for those Ohio high school football playoff games for this weekend and then next weekend too. So the first two weekends of the playoffs, you can still check out Game Track to get all the local scoring updates as they happen. And in case you missed a score, you can log on the following morning. So for the Friday games Saturday morning and for the Saturday games on Sunday morning for the complete look at who won each game. That's Game Track presented by the Taylor Automotive family on ToledoBlade.com forward slash sports. Well, as I mentioned, the college football playoff rankings were released on Tuesday. And after Ohio State spent what seemed like forever sitting at number three in the Associated Press rankings, Briggsy, Ohio State, jumps up to number one in the latest rankings. LSU at number two, Alabama at number three. And another surprise Penn State jumps Clemson to become the number four rated team in the country.
0: Absolutely. And Ohio State didn't jump up to me. I had them number one in the AP poll. And it, it was really interesting. I mean, this was, I thought the committee really got it right. And you didn't hear a lot of complaining, which for once, but I thought, you know, you always wonder, are they going to leave kind of that institutional feel of what programs you think are good? You know, you think Alabama is really good. You think Clemson is really good. But neither of them has played a top 25 team, whereas LSU and, and Ohio State have really proven that on the field. And I, I did think it was going to be between LSU and Ohio State for that top spot. I thought they were going to give the the uh, a little bit of a lean to LSU just because of the resume. They have three wins over then top 10 teams. Obviously, that's not looking quite as strong with the way Texas has fallen off the map. But... So it was kind of, you know, that debate between the best resume versus what team has looked the best. And I think everyone can agree that Ohio State has looked the best. You can argue the competition. But then again, they have two wins over top 20 teams by a combined score of 80 to 7. I vote Ohio State because I think their resume is better than people give them credit for. And they just look like the best and most talented team, put together team in the country this year. But it was very interesting first vote.
1: And a lot of this is going to change. And I say that with certainty because. Over the next few weeks here, and coming into this week, LSU plays at Alabama, and then Penn State plays at Ohio State on November 23rd. The fact of the matter is, two of these top four teams have to lose this month, and it's really intriguing to me because Clemson at 5, at 9-0, and they're the defending national champs, they haven't lost yet, and they're still bumped all the way back to 5th, and then Georgia at 6, at 7-1, and but that one loss coming to South Carolina, who a lot of people might say is the worst team in the SEC.
0: Yeah, if you look at it right now, you're right. One versus four will play each other, two versus three. So that's two losses right there. I think if you look at the final four for the playoff, you're going to have the Big Ten champion in – Almost for sure. You're gonna have the SEC champion in almost for sure. Clemson will be in, for sure, assuming they don't I mean, I think their toughest remaining game is number nineteen Wake Forest and that should be uh and that should be a waxing. And by the way, I think this is exactly what Dabos Winnie would want, you know, to play the disrespect card and get this team motivated in the season where there's not much in front of them to uh to really prove. But so those are three teams right there. The interesting thing will be Who's that fourth team? Is it the, another team? Is it the loser, the uh, Alabama LSU game? Is it possibly a second team from the Big Ten? Maybe Penn State has a close loss at Ohio State. They're eleven and one. How do you move them out? So that should be. Uh, and it, if is it possible the the one loss winner from the Pac twelve gets in, and the Big Twelve, or say Baylor goes undefeated? There's a lot a lot on the line I think the one interesting thing is Ohio State has looked so good that if they beat Penn State and lose to Michigan and then go on to win the Big Ten championship game they're almost for sure in and that's I think that's one of the messages the committee sent yesterday with how impressed they are from Ohio State so that would be a really interesting scenario if the Michigan game didn't have everything on the line.
1: Some would say Ohio State has the quote-unquote weak schedule out of looking at LSU and Alabama but let's keep in mind Yes, you have to play the teams that are in front of you. And a lot of these out-of-conference games get scheduled years in advance where we don't know if Ohio State's going to be a top team. We don't know if their opponent's going to be a top team. And the fact of the matter is, Ohio State, with the schedule in front of them, has blown the doors off of just about everybody.
0: Yeah, it's about 40 points a game average.
1: So, looking at Ohio State, number one, LSU at number two, people argue that those are the best two teams in the country. I don't think it was a matter of who were the top teams in the country. It's just the order in the quote-unquote standings and rankings and the numbers in the computer's
0: I don't get the vote for Alabama at this point. If you're giving Alabama the benefit of the doubt, why are we not giving Clemson that same benefit of the doubt? Neither of them have played a currently ranked team. If you're going purely and obviously, Alabama's ahead of Ohio State in the in the poll. And some people thought you know the playoff committee would. If you're truly out there to promote college football, you would put them one versus two, just to uh, one and two, just to promote the you know this year's game of the century, which we uh, which we have every two or three years. But mm-hmm. so yeah, give them credit. I mean they uh, the committee especially with with Penn State over Clemson at at four versus five. They said, we're valuing what you've done this year, not what we think
1: you can be and what you've done in the past. You mentioned the uh, Pac-12 too. We can't forget about them. That Oregon-Utah provisional Pac-12 championship, that could put a team in the playoffs as well. Scott, what are your thoughts on uh, Ohio State at one and, and then just the rest of that top five? It's so cluttered almost, and you can make an argument for probably three teams that have that top spot.
2: Sure, I was surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised because I thought what was going to happen didn't happen, but what they did I thought was right. I figured, else just like Dave, I figured LSU was going to be number one. They weren't, and I was actually surprised because I thought Ohio State should be number one. I definitely thought Clemson was going to be number four, but they weren't, which was right. So it was pleasantly being surprised. For me, Clemson had to be outside the top four, The ACC is so bad. I don't know if people understand how bad it is. The AAC might be actually better than the ACC this year. So Clemson has played absolutely no one and barely beat North Carolina. When you look at Penn State, the two wins over ranked teams, I thought that was a no-brainer. I know a lot of people in Clemson land got fired up about that, but it's right. So it was surprising. But it was pleasantly being surprised, and I thought they got it right on the money. And it's interesting with Clemson. If they were not the Clemson, we know they're really good. Dabo
0: Swinney's got that thing rolling. They're recruiting really well. But if they had the same exact record and their name was, you know, Baylor or Minnesota, they'd probably be 11th or 12th because we'd all say, you know, they have not beaten anyone. They almost lost North Carolina. This team's a complete fraud. Mm -hmm. They obviously deserve some benefit of the doubt. But I'm just glad, like Scott said, they didn't completely get it and jump the teams that have proven it this year.
1: By the way, Clemson, obviously leading the ACC Atlantic Division. Could either of you name who's leading the Coastal? Kind of to both of our yeah, points here. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of to Duke. both of your points here. No, it's Virginia. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're two losses. Okay, Virginia's 6-3, right. and 4-2 and two in the conference. <laughs> two is the conference yeah. Pitt is 6-3, and three, but 3-2. Three and two uh in the conference how's so, syracuse doing oh god don't talk to me basketball starts tonight we <laughs> played defending national champion virginia tonight by the way syracuse is oh and five in the conference um do i love dino babers
0: and dino just fired defensive coordinator uh yep. brian ward this week former interim coach of bowling green when dino went to syracuse so mm-hmm. some people were actually pushing for him to get the job at uh at bowling green so i can't say they uh he would have been worse than who they hired, so I was just going to say something, but but it never all, mind.
1: It all comes back here. The lineage comes back here. And I am oh, wearing yeah. a Syracuse hoodie today because we are playing Virginia tonight in the uh, college basketball opener. All right. What about Jimmy Bayheim Jr. being on the – isn't that – Buddy Bayheim. <laughs> is it <in laughs> Syracuse. Jimmy Jr. plays for – Colgate. Cornell. Oh, yeah, Cornell. Cornell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost said Colgate. It's Cornell. And he did well last night. I have to find the actual story to see how many points he scored, but I know it was over 20. So, go Cuse. Go Orange. One thing I did want to mention with this playoff, too. We talk about Clemson being outside looking in right now. They might be in the driver's seat more than anybody here, given what we've talked about with Ohio State, Penn State, LSU, Alabama. Two of those four having to lose. And then Clemson, with a relatively light schedule, we literally couldn't name who was the contender on the other side of the ACC. So... The whole kind of win out and you're in mentality, and then Georgia at six again, just losing to South Carolina, just blows my mind how those those guys could be at number six right now.
0: But I mean, if Georgia, like you said, I mean they have a very clear path. They win, win out, win the SEC title game. They're for sure in.
1: And let's not sleep on Minnesota either. Big game for Penn State this weekend. <laughs> Penn State at Minnesota. Minnesota at seventeen. So I'm just saying they they haven't lost anybody yet. They have a tough schedule ahead of them. So. Ohio State Minnesota could be more of an yeah. impactful Big Ten championship game, should it get to that stage, than we actually think.
0: Sure. How about PJ Fleck lobbying for game day to come to Minneapolis instead of uh, one verse two LSU? Uh. But you know that's you. Know, I guess you got to appreciate PJ Fleck. Uh, people Toledo fans from around here in Bowling Green know, remember him from Western Michigan. Certainly, there was no love lost between the Toledo coaching staff and and uh, Fleck, dating to Matt Campbell and um, and certainly with Jason Candle. Um, I think it would be fair to say there's both sides hated each other but no flex doing an incredible job at minnesota you can say they haven't played anyone and that's true i mean the last but they are blowing people out now even if it's maryland and rutgers and nebraska and that's what good teams do and there's something to be said for gaining confidence as you go along if they did reach the big 10 title game which they will if they only lose one more game um, despite a tough schedule i don't think it would be any contest but it would be a, a cool story and I guess for Ohio State, it would be another probably top 10 win. An
1: interesting nugget here, too, and this was dropped in my email by Scott. Asher Feldman of bcsknowhow.com basically ran the old BCS computer rankings with all of the the eligible teams for the top 25. And even the BCS rankings, if we were going back to the quote-unquote old way, Ohio State would still be number one. So it would be Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, but Clemson would be four over Penn State at five. So... Regardless of how you scratch it, the computer models that everybody complains about and everybody wants us to follow still has Ohio State as the number one team in the country. So what do you do with all of that? And obviously still a lot of football to be played here with a few weeks remaining. Ohio State playing against Penn State uh, at the end of the month and obviously Michigan right after that. By the way, Michigan listed at 14 in the college football playoff rankings and they're 14 in this mock BCS poll as well.
0: I'm glad the committee did that because just a, a, a quick point on just kind of the, the poll science, even though there's no science at all because look at who's doing them. But um, <laughs> so Wisconsin – Michigan is ahead of Wisconsin in the AP poll. Yes. And in the, the rank in the college football playoff rankings, Wisconsin is ahead of Michigan. So I don't understand. You both have two losses, and one of the teams just completely smoked the other team on the field, and somehow that team is ahead of the team – That smoked them on the field. I've never understood that. I do think teams certainly evolve. You can make the case that Michigan is a better team. They're playing very well right now, and Wisconsin has fallen off the map. But when you have two losses, same with Florida and Auburn, I just don't understand how you wouldn't give the head-to-head nod to a team that has a decisive on-the-field result. And I don't see in what possible world Michigan can be ahead of Wisconsin.
1: Well, what does Baylor have to do as well? Baylor in at 12 at 8-0. Sitting behind Auburn, who's at eleven, at seven and two, and then Florida at ten, who's seven and two. What does Baylor have to do to get into that either top ten or even into the whole top four discussion? Yeah,
0: well, they have to play people too, and they they certainly will as the season goes on. I don't, I'm not sure they have a, a win over a currently ranked team either. Uh, those will come. They're playing Oklahoma, and, and um, I'd have to check out their schedule. But
1: they play TCU this weekend. But I'm,
0: but I, I think I have Baylor behind some of those teams too, and. It, two losses is one thing but those teams also have quality wins and if you're looking at Minnesota and Baylor and they're playing a schedule like Florida or Auburn or LSU it's fair to say they probably have two or three losses minimum two so
1: yeah Baylor so far has played one top 25 team it was at Kansas State and Baylor won that one 31-12 that was 4 weeks ago now next weekend they play Oklahoma at home so that could be a decisive game that'll actually no oh, absolutely eject them into uh, the conversation the, for sure at least that briggs any final thought for you with this playoff ranking or what to expect here again there's going to be a lot of turnover we know that we just don't know you know how much this is going to shake out over the course of the rest of the season
0: i just think from from our perspective it was it was interesting to see ohio state number 1 and and you know it just kind of validates that again that this is the best team i've seen I've been saying since 1998, but the more and more they just roll everyone every week and look this complete with so many high-end NFL draft picks performing at a high level. This might be the best Ohio State team of my lifetime. I don't see them being challenged until the playoff. Penn State could be an issue. Maybe they maybe they keep it close, but it just seems like this is a, a different Ohio State team, and I would not be surprised if they're the first, uh, first team to begin the uh, poll number one or I think enter the enter number one and also win the national championship so
1: Briggsy, we're going to continue that thought with our sports editor Scott McNeish here in the editor's perspective segment and the question that I want to pose to Scott here how wide is that safety net for Ohio State that's an interesting thought because to your point Briggsie they could go wire to wire becoming number one in the first original college football playoff rankings and then run that table all the way to the national championship as the number one but What would it take for Ohio State to actually be knocked off with a loss aside? We'll get into that with Scott after a short little timeout here on Glass City Game Time. Alright, continuing on here on Glass City Game Time with our Editor's Perspective segment. Joining me every week, like he does, is sports editor Scott McNeish. And the question I have for Scott this week to discuss is... Ohio State, number one in the college football playoff ranking. A loss aside, so Ohio State, assuming we run the table here, is Ohio State truly safe at number one?
2: That's a great question. I think it depends on a lot of what else happens. If everybody who is supposed to win wins, probably. If there's some upsets, I think if you start to see the margin of victory go down for Ohio State, I think one of the big things for them is that they have played some some real teams and they've blown them out. I think that has gotten a lot of people's attention. If they start winning close games, I think that's, that could do it. We've seen in the past with the college football playoff that margin of victory has had an impact. So I think that could have uh, a little bit of a, of a factor in there. Also, I think if you start seeing upsets, I think if you see number one versus number two this week with LSU and Alabama, if LSU wins by 30, which they won't, but if they do, I think that could get people's attention. I think there's a lot of different factors, but if everything goes how people think it's going to go, I think they should be in good shape.
1: I think the most likely case for that to happen is this week when LSU plays Alabama. Sure. And it's not necessarily Ohio State's fault. They play Maryland at home. Maryland, not great, let's be honest. (laughs) And, like you said, if LSU, maybe not 30, let's say they win by double digits against Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Then I would say, okay, LSU now has four wins over top ten teams. Yeah. Texas, F But four (laughs) wins over top ten teams. Yeah. And Ohio State just beat up Maryland. The only ranked games they've played this year are Cincinnati, who they won – Forty-two, nothing in Wisconsin, thirty-eight, seven, and Cincinnati's out of the rankings now. Then you can look at it and say, okay, maybe LSU should be, and I think Ohio State fans would still be okay with it. Yeah, Uh, like I said, I think as long as you're not in that top four, at least right now, people are, you know, fans, I should say, are a little disgruntled. But at the end of the year, as long as you're in that four, you're fine.
2: That's how I would approach it. As long as you're in the four, it really doesn't matter. We've seen numerous times that as long as you just get in the playoff, you have a shot. And Ohio State's team is so loaded on every phase that I don't think they should really fear anyone. So does it really matter if they get in as a 1 or a 2? Not really, because they're still going to have to win two games regardless. And and if they continue to look how they've looked through the first part of the season, they should be fine whether they're 1 or 4.
1: Alabama, by the way, also has to play Auburn. So the Iron Bowl there, and if Alabama goes to Auburn and has a statement win there say it's double digits right then that could give the committee probable cause for them to jump Ohio State as well keep in mind Ohio State also plays Michigan that week so the scheduling is interesting because of the top four matchups that are coming up this month and there's going to be two losses and there's going to be teams that exit that top four right and assuming Clemson gets back in over one of those two so but like we're saying loss aside I don't know how Ohio state gets out of that number one outside of this weekend.
2: Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And the other thing that always seems to be an interesting factor is the conference championship games, because there's, there's sometimes going into the conference championship games. We have a pretty good idea who the four are going to be. And then maybe that one of those four teams loses in that conference title game. And then you see teams actually benefit from not playing in the conference championship. So that's another thing that could happen also, but they should be good. They should be fine. I, I really don't see them losing in the regular season or the Big Ten championship game. And like Dave was saying in the, the previous segment, I don't see them getting pushed at all until the playoff.
1: A lot of big football games coming up to end the season. Scott, thanks for the perspective as always. You're welcome. Phil, anything to add? What do you think of this college football playoff ranking? Browns would beat them all. Oh, no. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. (laughs) The 1% of the 1%. The Browns do have a quality win this season, okay? Boy, you know, that Baltimore win feels so long ago. That's like another season, practically. Thank you so much for listening, those that did. If you like the show, please check us out on both iTunes and now on Spotify as well. And And Google Play. And Google Play. See, Phil's on it. So please subscribe. Please give us a good rating if you enjoyed the show, and you can go back and listen to previous podcasts as well, where we all picked Toledo to beat Bowling Green a few weeks ago. That worked out well for us. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, though, if you want to keep tabs on your high school football playoffs this weekend in the OHSAA, don't forget about Game Track presented by the Taylor Automotive family, Game Track on toledoblade.com forward slash sports, and we'll continue that week one and week two into the playoffs. So you can log on to toledoblade.com, forward slash sports every Friday evening and now Saturday evening as well as some teams do play Saturday now for the updated scores as they happen and then you can log on the next morning the game track banner will still be up on the top of the page and you can check out the scores the day after again we're available on iTunes we're available on Spotify and on Google Play please find us please subscribe and share us and we greatly appreciate that so for David Briggs for Scott McNeish and for technical producer Phil Kaplan My name is Corey Christen. We'll talk to you next week on Glass City Game Time.